This week on your Old School RuneScape update, Scurrious the Rat King brings XP for seasoned PVMers and teaches Old School RuneScape PVM. We discuss its mechanics, drops, XP rates, and what makes it a good boss experience. Also this week, quest speedrunning, agility goals, and reliving one small favor. This is the Old School RuneScape update, episode 12, recorded Saturday, January 27th, 2024. Fast and Scurious. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Old School RuneScape Update. Sirion and myself are here as we are each and every week, and this week, as uh, as has become tradition with us, going back in time, doing quests that we remember one way, and experience a different way, right? Uh, a little bit, yeah, a little bit. And then some sure. turn out to be better than others, but you will know, share which ones were better and which ones were worse a little bit later <laughs> in the podcast. But of course, we're here, amongst other things, to go through the old school RuneScape update of the week. If you want to follow along, we have the full show notes at update.show slash... OS, you can find us in game at Friends Chat Bits Bytes. And of course, the community Discord is at update.show slash Discord. You can find me in game at Shane12088, and Sirion is at Sirion spelt with a C. All right. I think that's probably one of my quickest pre rolls that we've done for this show without too much lollygagging along, along, along. Oh, no. I need to mesh you up again, mesh, take you out of the flow next week. Yeah, and you know the best way of doing that is getting some other form of content in and and what have you. But uh, this week we're uh, we're greeted with Scurrius the Rat King, a new uh, introductory PVM boss and a source of combat XP that people are really enjoying. And where do you want to where do you want to start with this? Because I I just listed a bunch of things in our in our show well, rundown, I, but I'm I'm okay with starting I, on it either plank of it i mean i know you were this is what this was in your top three um, announcements uh yeah, of the things i was looking forward to yeah yeah so yeah. yeah yeah tell me about it i am always about and you know you can extrapolate this across both versions of runescape i'm always about updates that make it easier for people to get into pvm lower the barriers to pvm and provide good teachable moments for that and i was i wasn't exactly sure what we'd be walking into when scurious arrived in terms of how that would go in terms of teaching because obviously when you look at old school pvm you have your hallmarks of the things that people will always go to and say this is you know the this is the pinnacle of old school pvm it's the raids it's next so on and so mm-hmm. forth and the question is how do you how do you get there from somebody who is just walking around and does Slayer, right? Or even just, you know, camping a specific creature. And I think Scurious is a step in that direction, specifically when you start looking at the mechanics of this boss. And we'll get into the drops and and what uh, higher-level folks can use Scurious for in a wee bit later on the show. But mechanic-wise, I think, that's something that I actually walked away from this boss appreciating because I'm typically not somebody who jumps up and down when it's time to do go PVM in OSRS. I don't jump up and down for that. Not yet, at least. Understatement. Yet, at least. Understatement. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Go on. Okay. That's the understatement of the week. Got it. Okay. Do you, do, do you look forward to old school PVM? No, I don't look forward to PVM, but I don't start complaining about it like you do right and and see you didn't hear me complaining about scurriness at all this week i don't think no i didn't i didn't no and and the interesting reason for that is that after a few kills and after reading the news post and even if you want to take it to the highest level reading the wiki page after the fact it becomes quite clear what you have to do and what this boss is designed to do it's designed to teach movement and prayer switching in game 
particularly because there's three different attack styles. Iscaria spins around with and hits you with his tail. That's a melee attack. He launches blue lightning bolts at you. That's the magic attack. And the thing that I dread the most, and I would dread the most in real life, is he throws rotten cheese at you, and that's the ranged attack. Oh, I thought it was like spit or something. No, it's a, it's okay. cheese. It's cheese. Okay, it's cheese. cheese. All right. It's cheese. All right. All right. Um, yeah. So uh, lact- lactose intolerant people be like, yeah, get like an extra penalty. Yeah, and and, and for people who 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 aren't aware, Sirion is Dutch, and you guys are of course world famous for your cheese, right? Mm-hmm. So that so mm-hmm. th- there you go. There's a there's a bit of a difference there, but. Did you, did you look up? Did you look up the mechanics before you did the first fight? Like I, I, I did. I read to it. Um, I did too. I did too because there's one thing I don't like, and that's banging my head against the wall. And to be fair, is what I have seen in terms of you know just making the fight simpler to a degree says you know just use protect from melee for you know the first two thirds of the fight and then after that when he starts attacking faster and changing styles that's when you can consider starting to prayer switch if you just want a bit of an easier time but if you want to take zero damage whatsoever and i did this intentionally for one of my kills i did one of the kills without food by playing the mechanics not um getting landed on by any of the rocks that fall that's the other mechanic that teaches movement is that periodically rocks will fall uh, from the ceiling. And that, combined with prayer switching, led me to a kill where I think I only used, you know, one or two pieces of food. So it is possible. Um, yeah, no, it's, it's it's like, uh, I well, like just going back to the mechanics, I looked them up, but when I did the first fight, I was like, I don't think I had to. <laughs> um, no. Because it's all... It's something like, you can brute all... force. Yeah, like you can you can sight read like sight kill this like like this is concept of sight reading and music and sometimes it's also used for games where you can play a game without yeah you know play through it first time um, and I've, this is one of those cases I think where you you don't really need to orient yourself you just go in follow up that's it right you just make sure you bring your prayer potions and your food yeah. Um, yeah, and but when it comes to like ignoring mechanics, you know, I found like I try and be like the good boy that follows all the mechanics, but that to me also like that meant prayer switching. But also when the uh, when he summons the rats, it's killing all of those rats because they can actually hit true prayer and they make it really hard to sort of like. You're both switching prayers against like the magic and ranged attack, but at the same time, you're being hit quite hard by the melee attacks yeah. of the rats. Yeah. So and, I think and you what do they... you do want to kill those rats because they, you know, pretty much die in one hit, and all the XP yeah. you get in there is uh, it, it, it's multiplied by some amount. I forget what the exact multiplier is. Yeah, exactly. The problem I've I've had with it is if I do that, like. I find it really hard to out DPS the healing of the boss itself. That's been my problem with it, right? Like in the time it takes me to run around and kill all of those rats. Yeah, fair. Uh, the, the the boss has healed up. A bunch. And and to and, be fair, and, you're working with a whip. You were using a whip for that, right? At the yes. time. Okay. So I I I've 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 since experimented a little bit where I brought uh, rune knives as a switch and it's definitely faster to kill the rats that way you get ranged xp now all of a sudden but you know let's not talk about the xp in the mo- for the moment uh it may it speeds it up a little bit but i don't know like it it feels a little bit funky um my main like i don't mind so much the fight taking longer but i am so conscious that i am burning through resources and supplies. And let's not forget that prayer potions are kind of expensive. For someone of our yeah, of our and, level. And for like, what you're getting out of this yeah. boss, doesn't make sense to put that into prayer potions at this level well, back. You, and and you you get almost no loot out of this yeah. boss, right? Like it's not a money maker. Right. Can... And and that's fine, I think. No, exactly. It's 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 that, but like all in all, I found it a little bit weird that what I found as the best way to kill this boss is to ignore the prayer switching, ignore the rats, just 
pray melee and eat your way to the ranged and magic attacks. And, you know, I'm wearing melee armor, so the ranged attacks barely hit. It's only the magic ones I really need to worry about, yeah. and it's not super accurate. No. And now... And, and now to, to be fair, we're dealing... What's your attack level? And you were using... 70. So 70, okay. Okay. Yeah, which is, like, they say 60s for this boss, right? right? Like, should be reasonable. So I'm already... 10 levels above that but like now i have basically made myself into a boss fight where i'm ignoring all the mechanics except for walking away from collapsing ceilings right and at that point i have to say to you welcome to runescape pvm both games now i i i find it a little bit too quick uh to say that like there are bosses in old school like You've done some Zora on leagues. Yeah, which, which I actually, which, you know, so far, and, you know, people might disagree with this, favorite boss fight that I've done in uh, in OSRS, I've done all the Tyranid ones, I've done the, the God Wars ones. Yeah. Favorite ones so, so far. So, like, you can't ignore those mechanics. Same with Hunluf in the Gauntlet. You can't ignore the mechanics. Yeah. Right? You will die very much if you do that. Um so, and, and you know what? And you mentioned the gauntlet, and I actually want to bring that up because this was actually giving me gauntlet vibes, as if this was almost a lower leveled version of that fight. Because that fight yeah. is kind of the same thing, and that it's a focus yeah. on prayer switching and movement, yeah. except at the very, very high end of the spectrum, whereas this is at the beginning of the spectrum. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I like it. I, I feel a little bit like. I'm underleveled. Like I yeah. said, I feel yeah. I am burning to too many supplies doing this boss because you know I miss half my attacks, it feels like. I don't have the spine, so my max hit isn't great. So it feels bad to do this boss for me because it feels wasteful with how long this boss fight is taking. Yeah. And and that's and that's the most interesting thing to me about this is that they marketed it at, at the sixty band, which I mean you can definitely kill it in the sixties. Oh right? yeah. And yeah, absolutely. And you know what you know what I'm thinking is their um idea behind this is that maybe for people in the sixties the best thing to do is actually mask the boss. Because the scurrious spine mm-hmm. is still yeah. on the non-MVP drop table. Okay, yeah, no, that's fair enough. Um, did yeah. you try any kills with other people? No, I did not. Okay. And that's a very good point. I completely, and, I blanked on that, that that was even a possibility. Yeah, no, especially if you can do this with, like, if you're an Iron Man, you can't. No. <laughs> But like I guess yeah if you yeah if you want to do it with and, friends you can and, do and it. see that's and that, the thing the HP actually scales a bit too if you go in with other people in terms of in terms of what's around and it's actually not a bad combat experience if you just go in and do it with the random people who are there I was in there doing it with a bunch of people north of a hundred plus and I actually looked up the drop table on this and it's like wow okay even I'm not I'm gonna be out DPS by these guys. But I can, I can still roll for Scurrius' spine. And if mm-hmm. there's going to be these people in here who are going to be doing that kind of DPS, and I can just you know carry my way a bit, maybe this is the way for me to be doing this boss if I'm in the 60s. Yeah, no, that's fair enough. That's fair enough. Um, yeah. And what was no, interesting? No, I think all in all, go ahead. I think all in all, like it's not a badly designed boss. Like you can no, do it. No, no, it's good. At level 60, yeah. just fine. You just need to spend some resources. I think it's harder, for example, than Hispori, uh, which um, that that's in terms of mechanics a little bit simpler, and I think you can do it maybe even at a slightly lower level still. Yeah, because Hispori is weak to slash, and I think your best course of action there is a Dragon Scimitar or Dragon Long, right? On Abyssal Whip, (laughs) but yes, no, Uh, exactly, that helps, you have that weakness uh, going, and the mechanics are just like a little bit simpler um, as well, Um, but yeah, no, No, um, it, although it's successful, I, I, yeah, I, I just can't quite find 
the flow with it. I can't quite find the fun with it. Uh, so I you know what we should have be... done? We should have done it and see how that went. Yeah. We should have. I, I don't see myself going back there and camping it soon. Um, no. And that gets into, you know, the XP, which I think we'll do uh, for our third point. Because I know people who are camping this and who are able to rinse and repeat and are enjoying those XP rates, but higher higher up than us in terms mm-hmm. of level. So, what about the drops? I mean, w- w- you mentioned the drop table. It's not... It's no, nothing to it's, write home about, right? But no, and go ahead. Mm-hmm. I was just gonna. I say, mean, pur- pur- purposefully so, right? Like, if this was also a really high drop table, like everybody would be camping this, and I think, yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, it and and it I comes down to the to to the rat spine. Yeah, which I it, it like the nice thing about the rat spine is that you know it's not relevant outside of the boss, so it doesn't contribute to power creep. It just makes you do that particular content more efficiently, which it kind of makes sense. Yeah, it, it creates a bone mace, which you know, let's be honest, is a is a flail. is a rune flail. Um, has the same stats of the dragon mace, and the thing about these is that it removes the delay on attacking when you attack the rats, which is, like you said, something you switch to rude knives for, so that would be interesting to play around with. Mm-hmm. And and it also increases your max hit by 10. So looking into the way I was set up, I was set up with a dragon mace, uh, the, the Nezi helm, and just standard rune armor. My and prayer potion prayers and potion my max hit would have been about 20 but the bone maze also increases your max hit by 10 so that takes it up to 30 and keep in mind if you have an abyssal whip and you use run kind of the same configuration your max hit would be about 24 or so so even if you have a whip you're still going to be better off using the bone maze at a higher uh, attack and strength level, if that makes sense. Even though this is a a, a level fifty weapon, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing I think that is the in addition to teaching PVM at this boss is the story about this is that this is like you said a a series of weapons that's made and designed specifically for this boss. And my question I have is at what level would you stop? using a bone mace, the bone short bow, or the bone staff, and move on to using something else just because you can just, you know, utterly obliterate the thing. And I think based on the numbers here, it doesn't look like it's at 70. It might be, you know, closer to 75. No, I I think, think, you know, there's, like, I've seen some people, uh, was it like the Venator bow or something like that, which has, like, an AoE attack. Um uh for the rats right like there's a few use cases where maybe the other things are useful but my thinking is that um well my expectation is that maybe there are better weapons out there like you can use the scythe if you want to the thing is at that point you're just looking into degradable weapons right and you're gonna have an upkeep cost right the question is, is that ever going to be worth it? Like, are you ever going to get that much more out of it? Like, I think the 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 rat-specific weapons for all stalls probably out DPS all the other non-degradable weapons. Yeah, that that's actually probably a good way of looking at it, because when you start looking at degradable, you start seeing degradables at around 70. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, I also have to say... I am glad, and this is something I complain about in games and something I always like to highlight. Um, folks might not be aware, but it, in the past I've also played uh, Elder Scrolls Online and have very much championed their drop system in that it doesn't make it too hard to you know find the goodies at the end of the day. And the Scurrious Spine drop rate is only 1 in 33. So it's not obscenely rare. No. Which no. I like. I like. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you spend enough time here, you're going to be able to get, you're going to be able to get, uh, get the spine for whatever weapon types that you want. 
And, you know, when you start to tee all these things together, the mechanics, the drops, the drop tables, and how everything is working with this boss, I think this is a very well-designed piece of content. And I have Mm -hmm. almost no complaints with it. And, you know, before we kind of, you know, move away from Scurious, I think we should talk about the XP rates here and our experiences on that because I am not comfortable at this point moving away from crabs for my combat XP. You? No, I no, I don't think so. I the thing is I I don't like combat enough for me to want to spend my play sessions just actively sitting there. Like I yes. would rather Yeah. put up my phone on like my mobile stand at my work desk and just, you know, go in and out of aggro range every now and then and just you know that's it it's slow but i can do it while doing other things so i don't see myself changing that i think my one criticism of this boss is i feel it's a little bit too random uh in the fight yeah you know it yeah like sometimes i get lucky i get almost no rat spawn sometimes i just get them endlessly and i feel there's a lot of rng involved in how quick i am going to get a boss kill in um that that i dislike slightly uh about this boss like it all feels just a little bit too random and unpredictable but in terms of the actual mechanics and you know the balancing you know it's pretty on point yeah i wonder can he be stunned no idea i doubt it because that would be interesting if you could just, you know, cast Entangle or something in the middle and hold them in place. Doubt it. Yeah, it would probably kind of defeat the purpose of it. So, um, but yeah, overall, though, like I said, well-designed, uh, well-designed systems behind it. And something I think that for somebody like myself who almost has no interest in doing PVM, if it can go in and make me interested in that, I think that's a good thing at the end of the day. So, and you know, I'm yep. not, I'm not ruling anything out. It's just based on my experiences that I had in league that I don't know if I'm going to, you know, go chasing the raids and all the high level bosses mm-hmm. that are in game. It might be fun to do one day, but I'm not, I'm not putting uh, the cart before the horse. Elite combat achievements win. The, 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 <laughs> The the, the, no? the sound of that. The sound of that. No, definitely not. Definitely. Oh, but you you like doing prescribed tasks so much in the game. I, I I'll talk about that when when I'm up. What have you what what have you, what have you been doing this week? You mentioned you had a secret project. Yeah, I did have a secret project. Oh, well, I actually had a secret project last weekend. Uh, so I've kept it secret all this time because I didn't want to talk about it during the Winter Summit episode. Um, no, yeah, we no. we're. That was a busy show. Honestly, I've been doing so many things. Like I could sit here for half an hour talking about all the little things left and right. I've been doing like I've been the impersonation of ADD, I feel. <laughs> like when it comes to Inscape. Uh just completely unfocused, chasing goals left and right. But you know, I I enjoy it. It's it's almost very leagues like, right? Just Setting yourself a little goal, doing that, moving on to the next thing. Um, but if I had to summarize it uh, as a single effort, it's gear upgrades. I've been buying a bunch of gear upgrades uh, for my combat, but I'm also going after um, some uh, skilling outfits. Oh, that explains some, the dragon pickaxe. Uh, yeah, got yeah, dragon pickaxe, dragon axe. I got the levels for that. Uh I don't think I've ever really had those before they changed um like graphic style in uh RS3. So I don't think know, I they came like... out um looking how they do now, you know, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's it, it's definitely interesting seeing them that way. Yeah, exactly. So I I've 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 felt really good about that. I've done some Guardians of the Rift, working on getting some uh Abyssal Pearls there for the um uh outfits. 
uh, mining for the prospector outfit, um, carpenter's outfit, you know, you name it, I'm going for it. Uh, but also one of the things that you've probably seen me run around in a lot because it's so useful is Graceful, right? Yes. Graceful outfit. Did you finish it? No, I didn't finish it. But everybody walks around in the same color of Graceful outfit. So I knew from the get-go I wanted to get one particular cosmetic override for Graceful. All right. I wanted the adventurous override. How do you do that? And the only way you can get the adventurous override is by speed running quests. Oh my. Oh god. Yes. So, last weekend, I set my sense to it, and I spent the entire afternoon optimizing a bunch of quests uh, and getting the points. Overall, it wasn't so bad, actually. Um, like, I got more points for the quest than I expected to, so actually, I was done much quicker than I thought. But it was sort of... It was a mixture of fun and frustration, <laughs> to be honest. Well, to be, uh, fair, like... to be fair, that is kind of your style of gameplay, because you have done, you know, randomizer streams before, and you've played yeah. games like that before, so that kind of makes sense. Yeah. Uh, some of the quests were like... Like, Cook's Assistant, uh, I got that Easy. platinum first try. Um... Ernest the Chicken, I had to do twice because, you know, I messed up, like, the levers in the basement once. So I had to do that again. Uh, I had to do a Blowhouse Mountain. I had to do, like, I had to restart, like, four times to oh get my. it. Oh, my. And, and to um, be fair, quest speed running are done on Instance Worlds. Correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah. And you can, you can, in effect, get the items and whatnot in place before you go. Hence why you'd be easy to platinum uh, Cook's Assistant. Yeah. Yeah, so basically you, you set up like you set up a quest which teleports you to the start, gives you like a particular inventory and a particular set of levels. And that's what you gotta do it with. So you get like a bunch of stamina potions, energy potions usually, a few pieces of fish to heal. Uh, and that's what you do. So I did I focus mostly on the very short and short quests, so they're up to twenty minutes. Uh some are really easy. Uh, Temple of the Eye is like super lenient. I made a bunch of pretty big mistakes and still got platinum on that one. But nice. others are are tough. Like Demon Slayer, I just abandoned at some point. Um, you you need to world hop between speedrunning worlds to get the unnoted bones. You need to be really lucky with the aggro of the dark uh, mages. I just gave up on that one. But yeah, I got. My adventurous outfit tier three. Uh, after doing, yeah, a bunch of questing, I'm so pleased with it. I'm so chuffed. Nice. Um, hey, here's something to work towards. You can speed run Dragon Slayer one for diamond in 16 minutes, or yeah, later on um, Dragon Slayer two in an hour. Yeah. Um, so, you know, the quests, basically, the diamond times, I've not got diamond on anything. The, if you want to start doing the diamond types, you need to do things like tick manipulation, use alt accounts to uh, keep shopkeepers as close to the door as possible. You need to have basically <laughs> tall, tall perfect pathing, right? Yeah. You need to go and pre-kill a monster so it has one hit point left, so that when you come back, you can one-hit it. Like, all that stuff you need to do to get diamond rank. No. But, you know, if you're interested in the outfit, doing the short and very short quests, just keep the wiki guides, the special speedrunning guides open, just follow the steps. Probably you want to do the quest once as sort of an orientation and then twice. You yeah. can usually do it much quicker. Yeah. And platinum is pretty achievable on most of them. Like the ones uh, I had the most trouble with was, like I said, Demon Slayer because it had a lot of RNG and Prince Alley Rescue because, oh my god, you know, when you do the quest on the main world, you just buy the items of the GE, right? Mm-hmm. But you don't have access to the GE, so you need to find all the particular items. And I found every time I got to a certain point in the quest, I had forgotten, like, one tiny thing. Like, pick two onions from this field, or like, buy a rope from net, or, you know, pick up a die. Like, all these tiny, like, 
tiny things you needed to remember and that's what i that kept tripping me up so i think i got only like silver or gold on that in the end but dragon slayer one in the cards no no i i got i got the outfit i'm done right like i could get the teleport animation that's the one thing i would get still i think but i'm done and you could I'm not you could, you could just go back you know to say you did it too yes yeah so okay that, that, yeah that's it was an, like an afternoon of work that was a secret project okay that's an interesting surprise yeah. When we did questing this morning, right? I was like, I can't wear my graceful outfit because he will notice. You know, there's <laughs> a chance. There's a chance I wouldn't have noticed. <laughs> I, I, I don't really pay attention to you know what people are wearing in in game, unless mm-hmm. it you know would be something you know extravagant with you know bright colors and floating particles. But that's yeah. not this game. So, so yeah, I, I need to finish the graceful outfit now so I can wear the cape and the boots. Um, but. Yeah, no, that was fun. It was my little secret project, and I I felt very proud of myself for completing it. Right on. Good, 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 good. Well, I don't have anything that's going to top that this week because, <laughs> you know... You let me go first. It's your own fault. You let me go first. Because really all I've been doing is just, you know, rounding out a few skills along the way. Um, I got 50 ranged, for example. I figured Same. it was about time to do that. Well, 57 um, by now, but yeah, same. Because, you know, what What that gives you is the upgraded Avis device, which is part of, which is part of, dare I say it, the the medium lumberage and drainer achievement yep. diary set, which gives you the Explorer Ring teleports, which... It's, it's, it's also your best in slot ranged item until you can kill Vorkaf, so... Yeah, 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 which, you know, it's... Let's be real. That's a long ways away, um, and I, I honestly don't know. Like, I get the utility, and I get the goodies that come from the task sets, but oh my god, it was literally probably only forty-five minutes of just you know finishing off like seven or nine tasks on here, and they were relatively simple, but. By the time I was I was finished. I was just I was just done with that and I'm not ready uh to see another task set uh for a long time. So I think it's I think I just have to do these things organically until I'm, you know, one or two uh tasks away from it, and then I could just go and complete it. Because it just hurts me too much for some reason. I don't know exactly why. I get the utility uh that comes from it, but yikes. Yikes. But I I I I I I try and do the like every now and then I'm just in the game and like I don't know what to do right now. I tend to just pick up like one or two achievement diary tasks I can do in the moment. Like the other day I was doing some farming contracts. I was like, you know what? I'm gonna buy a few extra seeds, I'm gonna get like three farming tasks out of the way, like check a palm tree, pay for a magic tree, that kind of stuff. Yeah. And I think if you do that, like at some point you're one or two tasks away, like you said, and you just knock it out. Yeah, and 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 see that's the way it, that's the way it's got to be. Honestly, like to give you an example, um, right now if I look at Karamja, that's the one that comes next time. Um, one, two, three, four, four tasks away from completing the easies on that. So I mean that's something, oh easy. Oh okay. So yeah. that's something I could you know, do relatively easily. And I'm it's gonna be the same sort of thing as, you know, the the mediums and hards uh progress for all of those is that it's just it's just gonna have to be it's just gonna have to be over time. But uh I I do get the utility that's there and I do I do see the I do see the achievement style of gameplay and you know I'm may, we might just be a little bit too still be a little too fresh off of leagues for me to be wanting to chase a gameplay uh moment. Like that, so that's why I'm feeling. Uh, and here I here I was going to do quest speed runs instead. It's it it it's it's really it's we're really two 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 opposites in this in this regard yeah. here. Mm-hmm. Because you would absolutely do that, and I just I just want to plonk myself down somewhere and grind. Fair enough. Um. And dare I say it, the next thing that's happening is agility. 
good. Uh, you need to start getting that graceful outfit. So I, I do, I do. So I, can, so I can stop making fun out of you doing quests, running half across the world. No, sorry, walking half across the world because you wear full rune armor. Yeah, and, and, Which, and see, that's the thing. And that's one thing that I'd like to see uh, come in at some point. is just a, a, a different way of managing agility and run energy. And we'll see how, how obtuse and extreme it is once I get the graceful outfit. How does it feel right now for you? Uh, it feels all right, honestly. Like, okay. most most times I don't... Like, the only times I run out of run energy is, like, during quests, right? Where you're running a lot. Like, long caves and all that stuff. But farming runs, I have no problem with it. Um, you know, birdhouse runs, same thing. Like, the distances are not long enough to be problematic. It helps that I have a revitalization pool in my house, so I try to be smart, and uh, because my house is in Ossidius, I can try and root that in so that I can take a sip of that. But realistically, I don't need it. Yeah. Uh, There's also the Arceus spellbook power that converts your prayer points to run energy. Yeah. Which is something that I think you could also uh, work in with uh, You could also, now that you have the... Now that you have the Explorer swing, you can use that to restore like a bunch of energy a few few times a day. Yeah. Okay. So so these sorts of things add up, and it's just a question of you know building the tool set. And dare I say it here, we're seeing a bunch of these come from the uh, the task yeah. sets. But I mean, the, the the nice thing about the graceful set, right, is it it reduces your weight, but reducing your weight beyond like below zero has no effect. Correct. The Correct. effect that you get out of Graceful is that it actually increases your run energy recharge rate as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, not by much, but it does. But it's help. noticeable. It's noticeable. One thing I did realize, like, so in, in Quest Speedruns, you get stamina potions. Okay. And they're great. They give you 20% run energy back and then reduce your drain by 70%. You can run forever. With those. So I was like, I need to get myself some of those in the main game. And I looked at them and they're like 11k each. And you know, that's interesting because I, I, I went, I forget what episode we were on. Um, but there's a comment on YouTube uh, by Dan from Clan Quest on that episode that specifically mentioned the stamina potions being, you know, designed to, um, to, to sit in that, in that area of gameplay. And I'm wondering why. I, the both of us never really looked into these before. Is it because they have well, a high it, herb lore requirement or what? Uh, the ingredient you need to make them, you buy from Graceful Tickets. Uh, and we currently have better things to spend on Graceful Tickets. Hey, um, here's but, an idea. I'll become mm-hmm. a herb lore and agility peer and make bank by making stamina potions. Well, there you go. Yes, you can do that. Uh, you know, forget um, the untrimmed farming cape. I'm going to get untrimmed agility. Uh, I'd like to see you try. <laughs> I'd like to see you try. Um, and then you can then you can get, like, what is it, like, I think like 150 agility arena tickets, and you can recolor your graceful into agility cape colors, and you have, like, the best fashion scape. Um, you know, that, that, no. actually, that actually doesn't sound too bad. Oh my goodness! Um, you do you. One thing I do want to add, like the stamina potions, like I was looking into it, like eleven k each, but like they have like tripled in price sometime during the past year. Like they went up like vertically. Um, I need to figure out what happened there. Um, I need to figure out what happened there. Because... Let us know in the comments if you know. Yeah. Because that's an interesting um, thing. We haven't been around long enough to notice that. Yeah, like they have gone up. Uh, let me enlarge this card uh, over the last year. Yeah, around July, they just shot up. Okay, I, I lied. They've always been expensive. So a year ago, a four-dose potion was 6.5k. Today, it's 11k. So you that's know, still a, that's still an appreciable increase. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But, um, 
the last thing I want to say that I did as I started my farming contracts, I know I've been leaving farming off to the side for a bit, um, oh. which is... Which is, you know, not me, but it's time to begin with that. And, you know, the the reason to start doing that again was that I have the magic level now for Trollheim Teleport. And it's just just easier to get around. So, uh, yeah, look for more gains in farming as we we progress through. I'm still, like, I'm I'm, I'm, I'm really close to getting the teleport, but I'm going to skip it, I think. Like, I do my my herb runs on mobile. And all my patches are really close to teleports right now, but the Trollheim one is is quite a run. Well, what you got to do for that is you got to get Fremenic hard done and get seventy four agility for that shortcut. Yeah, well, let's hurry up with the quests then that we have to do to get Fremenic hard done, which I think probably includes Luna diplomacy. Yeah, and and I was actually looking at this this week and very thankful there's no uh, livid farm in this game, but that's a topic for another day. Um, what do we, uh, speaking of questing, what have we, we should fill the listeners in on where we've been, uh, with our questing, specifically, uh, the old ones. Do you want to start with, uh, last week's, or you want to start with this week's first? Uh, let's start with last week's. Okay. One small favor. Oh, I didn't hate it. No, no. And I think what this comes down to is that back in the day when this quest came out, I did it without a guide. Yeah. Um, it's one of those, yeah, no, if you do it without a guide, I can see why it's annoying, but even then, like, the items you need for this quest are really, like, even as an Iron Man, I don't think I would have big... No, they're they're, they're relatively simple, and really all you need is the item list and the route to take, and then you just unwind that yeah. and go backwards. Uh, your biggest piece of problem was that you kept crushing gems. I kept crushing my gems, I had really bad luck on those, yeah. Yeah. Whereas I actually had all those pre-cut because of uh, attempting to gem gem mine as soon as I unlocked Shallow Village. So I had a bunch of right. those, bunch yeah. of those in stock. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, yeah, no. I wanted that quest because of the key ring, but also because of the ten thousand XP lamp, which was for Slayer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. Like I said, I I it's like I when it came out, and for a long time after that, I think a lot of people hated the quest right like it always last week we talked about how well gutting sleep was like half the people was their favorite quest one small favor is half the people dislike that quest a lot no but there's other quests to dislike i think it's it's humorous right i think it's a really good demonstration of the writing style and comedy style that runescape has it flows And you know what, what it also other? does is it makes fun of fetch quests in other games. Yeah. It does that too. Uh, it it shows you the world, right? Like it fo- almost forces you to walk around most of it. Uh, it ties a whole bunch of things together. You know, I, I because there's it, really there's only a... a few teleports and whatnot you can use at the at the beginning and the end. It's far more efficient to walk the middle of the route. Yeah. No, I agree. Uh, all in all... You know, I don't know. There's not much to hate about it. <laughs> which which begs the question, you know, where does the hate come from? Yeah, I mean... Yeah. Yeah. Um, Like, I, I understand. Like, I think a lot of quests get faster if you use a guide, and one small favor does get faster, but it's still, it's a long-ish quest, right? And I can see why people who are not into the actual questing as much might dislike it for that reason, but I don't know. There's no lore in it, sure. Not much, at least, but... It's it's like a fun Sunday afternoon adventure. Yeah. That's the best way of putting it. Um, but speaking of things we didn't like, um, Family Crest... Yeah, it was fine, but the mining bit was jank. We found out that the the levers uh, you need to pull and push and whatever, the state was shared between the two of us. You had to hop worlds because we kept messing up each other's state. Uh, And then ran into trouble with the hellhounds trying to mine the gold. I was not having a good time. Yeah, you, it took you a number of tries to mine the gold, and, you know, this is classic RNG. I walk in there, and I just smash 
the perfect gold uh, twice, once on each rock, and, and get my two pieces of perfected gold ore. And well, so much, so much for my shiny new dragon pickaxe, right? Yeah, I was using rune um, in level fifty-one, whereas you were using dragon, and who knows what level? Uh, Sixty-one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but. You know, Family Crest is definitely a quest you need to do um, because those gauntlets are uh, just so wonderful when it comes to um, the cooking side of it, but also the goldsmithing side of it, too. So Yeah, uh, smithing is my lowest skill right now, so it's... I want to do goldsmithing, and then now I have decided to not actually do goldsmithing anyway. Blast Furnace? uh, No, uh, Giant's Foundry. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's... That's good. That's a nice, you know, unique piece of modern OSRS content. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Um, then, of course, there was the Temple of Ikov. Classic. I, I, literally classic. Yeah, 2002. Uh, and, you know, the the, the lore ramifications of the, this quest, helping somebody you don't know that is a Majrat, it's this level of mysterious around people like Lucien and whatnot that really drew me into the Majorat storyline, and I still felt that even now going into this, so it makes me even more interested to replay Desert Treasure 1, see where you know things like Secrets of the North and uh, Desert Treasure 2 uh, go with this. So granted, yes, a classic quest and uh, a fun introduction to one of our Majorat friends, but uh you know another case of rng with this in terms of in terms of looking for the ice arrows which yeah i mean that, 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 that's that's honestly the worst part of the quest and, and we we power to it other than that the quest is remarkably fine for how old it is yeah yeah absolutely uh yeah um i i i sided with lucian you did not no no, I am no fa- no big fan of Armadale, but I I'm not I I'm not gonna give what we now know to be an elder artifact to. Is it an elder things. artifact though? In old school, has that been no. established? Like I looked no. at the lore page for Temple of Icob and the Staff of Armadale in old school, and I'm fairly certain that it has not been established to be an elder artifact here. All right, all right. But I mean, obviously, there's that there's that idea that they could be, and you know, I didn't even you know see a list of elder artifacts on 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 the old school wiki. Obviously, you know, you know, big important ones like the Stone of Jazz and and whatnot. But um, it, it was just fun doing that, and kind of it really once makes me want to see where things are going to go with this. And I think it's at this point in the podcast, it's good to mention that everything from the, the Winter Summit actually passed, including Defender yeah. of Rock and Well Gothic Sleeps. So you know what we're doing then? Uh, what are we doing? We're training up to be able to do Defender of Rock and Well Gothic Sleeps on release week. Well Gothic Sleep on release week. Okay, that's ambitious but okay no it's happening okay i mean come on it's 67 magic which is doable 66 agility which i plan to have 99 by then uh 65 herb lore 62 hunter and 72 thieving the 72 thieving will be the difficult one and no i don't yeah that's the one that worries me 99 agility by that but we have until the summer Well, that's good. So, I want to do that quest on release week. I did it on release week when it first came out. I want to do it on release week again. All right. All right. Throwing down the challenge. (laughs) Evidently. Yep. Um, Anything else uh, that we should talk about before we go? Because I think I'm pretty much done. Uh, we could talk about uh, our next goals. I think. I think you know. Well, I just said what my next goals are. Okay. Sure. Fine. Quest requirements in line of Wall Gothic sleeps. Gotcha. 
and you know other things along the way but yeah we've been looking at our quest list and we're honestly at the point now where there's so many quests that are unlocked it's just a question of actually doing them and a lot of the requirements that still need to be done are just you know things that will be unlocked like for example when we go for legends quest or when we go for uh any of the other master uh quests that are out there so Mm -hmm. but yep that's what i'm content with saying for my next goals i don't know if you want to say something different um yeah i need to grind out more graceful yeah (laughs) Uh, 70 range is my big combat goal. I want to get less dragon height. Uh, that's going to be a big upgrade. And that me. opens up the fight caves. Which opens up the fight caves for the fire cape, for melee, um, which is going to be a big deal. Um, yeah. I think, um, you know, um, Legends Quest, indeed, and Recipe for Disaster is another one. Yeah, those probably, are big uh, ones. Another thing on my radar, and you recoil at this idea, uh, is the Mage Training Arena in the Wilderness because that has a very good Magic yeah, Cape behind it. Yeah, best in slot Mage Cape. Best in slot Mage Cape. Well, Mage Arena 2 gives the best in slot Mage Cape. Yeah, but but I mean, you know, let's be realistic here. Uh, yeah, that's 75 Mage, so that's a while off for sure. But, you know, that's where we're at. And, you know, this gives the listeners an idea of where we are in our journey. Hopefully our discussions about Scurrius have been useful to you. Let us know how you guys are interacting with him, because I'd imagine we have some people who are higher level combat than us who are listening to this and how it's been for you. And if you want to see more content like that, because I always I always feel like whenever Old School puts out an original piece of content, um, it's just so incredibly well designed and that's one of the things that you know in, in addition to the quest that actually drew me to old school to begin with so just so happy to be able to talk about uh things like this when they arrive but do you have anything else for this week nope Alrighty then well uh listeners if you uh if you want the podcast delivered automatically to you the best way to do that is to subscribe visit update.show slash os and you can subscribe on any number of the podcast listeners that are out there just click on the badges on the episodes we're on apple google Pocket Cast, spotify and more as well as on youtube at youtube.com slash at osrs update do like and subscribe there greatly helps the channel out but with that being said we'll be back next week for another episode of the old school runescape update see you then everybody take care